Three-time Wisconsin Sports Writer of the Year, Jason Wilde. Packers Hall of Famer, Mark Tauscher. Live from the Gruber Law Office's One Call That's All Studios at the Avenue. This is Wilde and Tausch. Presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. And sponsored by American Family Insurance. On 94.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. edition, right? Am I getting that right, Jesse? I believe so. The the Badgers outsider and Chris Maragos both scheduled to appear edition. The Jesse read along Bill Barnwell story, and now we're going to talk about it. Edition. And the Power Rankings Tuesday edition. The Twitter Trasher, Twitter Treasure, presented by WM Edition. And is it just me, or were you expecting some pushback to some of the stuff that has been said about the Packers' feelings about Aaron Rodgers? And does the fact that we haven't heard anything make you go, hmm, edition? Of will the attack. A 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee, 100.5 ESPN Madison, 14.30 ESPN Beaverdam, ESPNWisconsin.com, the ESPN app, your Alexa smart speaker, of course, Wisconsin On Demand. I'm Jason Wilding, Green Bay, Jesse Nelson's in the ESPN Madison studios, and so is the Packers Hall of Famer, Mark Tauscher. Tauscher, good morning. How are you? I'm good. What exactly did you expect Green Bay to push back with? Did you expect uh, Mark Murphy to leak something? Like what? What exactly? Because I I agree with you, but I'm just curious. What did you? What would you do if that was? Do you, does that make it in your mind feel like this is very very accurate reporting? Or what? I guess I'm just curious where your head's no, at. No, it it doesn't make me think that it's very 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 accurate reporting. Uh, it makes me. Wonder if there is some truth along with the exaggeration, and it makes it difficult to push back on because some of it, like, I personally would ask, and I'm going to ask Goody this if and when we talk to him, which I believe is at the end of the week. Goody, did you at any point vent any sort of frustrations with the things going on around here with Anybody outside the organization? Do you regularly talk about your frustrations with people outside the building? Because, again, that's where this is coming from, right? And I don't think they're disgusted with Aaron Rodgers. But the point from yesterday that I took away from our conversation was them being sick of his crap is not outlandish to believe 
And so I was just surprised that there was not any modicum at all of spin or pushback or, like, have you seen anything from anyone? I haven't. I have not. I don't know. What does Murph Dog put that uh, five questions thing out? Is that the first it? Saturday of every well, month? That'll so. be interesting. I'm guessing that will somehow be involved. Well, so, it's only February 21st, I'll so he's got a ways this. to go. Uh, typically, I think athletes, coaches, they, they want to stay above. They want to steer out of that, especially in the offseason. You don't want to address rumor, innuendo, reports. Unless they're something that is very harmful and you want to make sure it's refuted. Mm-hmm. You see that with players a lot of times will tweet or Instagram or put something out to kind of clarify and maybe call somebody out. We've seen that obviously with Rogers with some of the COVID stuff and when he was going after some journalists. It does make you think that there's, there's a lot of truth to what's being said. Uh, all of it, No. But it does if if the Green Bay Packers were hell bent on keeping Aaron Rodgers, you did not you saw them address a lot of this stuff pretty upfront when the draft happened, what in twenty twenty after the you know, when everybody thought he was going to Denver. You saw them maybe be a little bit more aggressive. Right. But it's also vacation time. I mean it is. The combine starts I think the end of this week. Early next week, if I'm not mistaken, or maybe week from today. Okay, so guys are reporting. I I think that that also plays into it. But when it is something of this magnitude, your quarterback, there is no doubt that the public perception of how important Aaron Rodgers is to the Green Bay Packers is not. It doesn't feel the same as it did the last couple years. And I, I guess my question is. Is there a path where you can acknowledge that you expressed frustration and that that part of the reporting from whomever you want to call it is accurate and at the same time say, look, we all get frustrated. We also all say things that we wish we didn't say or we would have said differently had we had a do-over. Yeah, there were some times where I've been frustrated, but... That doesn't mean we don't want him back as our quarterback. Yeah, and, and you know, if you remember right, Tyler Dunn did this piece on Rodgers, and he said that don't be a problem. You remember that? And then Rodgers came on our show and refuted all of it. Mark Murphy also refuted all of that. Mm-hmm. You would think at this point, I wouldn't if I was Goot. I wouldn't even address it. I would just say, listen, man, I don't know. I don't, I don't believe any of that. Uh, you could take that for what it's worth because how are you going to ever prove it? I mean, that's the problem with a lot of this stuff is there's no proof. Well, we'll see what he has to say because now because this has been out there, and again, I, I you know, you can, whatever opinion you have of Bob McGinn, Tom Silverstein in a column in the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel made a similar reference, not nearly as opinionated strong-worded, you know, Jordan Love being the second coming and the organization being disgusted and done with him. That's not how Spoon wrote it. Spoon wrote, and again, not on a podcast, he wrote the words that in December, Brian Gutekunst confided in another NFL executive that there's a frustration and that he thought the team might be best off moving on. 
So that's not that part is not difficult for me to believe. No, I think everybody that's been paying attention would agree. You're going to be frustrated when scenarios are playing out the way they are. And whether or not you're going to actually move on, again, that takes a lot of chutzpah. We'll see if they got the chutzpah. I don't know. Uh, I, I would have a hard time letting Aaron Rodgers walk out my building when I think he can still give me the best chance. When I would. I'm not yeah. a GM for a lot right. of reasons. Well. But Goody is going to have to make that call if that's the road they're going to go down. And it does feel like that is the road they're going to go down. Yeah, And you lived through 2008, but you also experienced 2010. I'm not sure that history will repeat itself in the same fashion as that three-year experience. Is there was any for you? amount of money that A. Rod would? You know, they threw 25 mil at Brett, and to just write back, you know, sit back down there, basically Send him come his locker. Up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think there's a number, or is Rogers that's not in play? Um, I I just I just keep going back to the Seinfeld episode where he tries to return the jacket out of spite. Oh, I'm going to be the backup to Jordan. Okay, great. You can pay me sixty million dollars to be the backup to Jordan. That sounds fine. Yeah. What if Mark? What if Mark goes out to Malibu after his darkness retreat? Says, I don't know what all happened in there. We love you. We want you to retire as a Packer. We'll give you a hundred mil, and you have to come into town twice a year for ten years. You do that. I think Arod tells him to blank off. Right, it worked so well the last time with the last You don't think he's going to go back to that playbook is what you're I telling don't me. think so. I think that went poorly. Uh, speaking of going poorly, and, and I know that you're a big IPT guy. It's one of my favorite things that have kind of organically grown out of our program. Did you have some sort of casino IPT situation? Yeah, yeah something happened over the weekend, and... Uh, I don't know. I've never seen this happen. And I talked to people that I was there with four dudes and Strummy. No, it wasn't Strummy. Hatch. I, no, it wasn't Hatch. I Brust. It wasn't Brust. I go <laughs> and I'm playing it. I don't know. I don't want to get into denominations. I don't. I'm not a monster gambler. I like. I like dabbling. And if I get hot, I like dabbling. And I'm playing. So I got the five dollar red chip. So I'm you know dabbling here, sprinkling. And I, I'm on a little bit of a losing streak, so I I pile up some red chips. Didn't count because I was on tilt. I was getting my head beat in a little bit. So what I are just, you playing? Blackjack. What game are you playing? Blackjack. Okay. So I put my chips down beep, on the table, and I'm kind of talking to you know my, the other guys that I'm sitting with at the table, and not really. To be honest, I have a 17, so you stay. You're always going to stay when it's 17. Okay. The dealer has, I think. I don't know what the dealer even has. It looks like I'm going to win the hand. Well, the dealer draws out and also gets a 17. Oh. I wasn't sure the dealer paid me. And again, was not paying attention. Stacked up the red chips next to me, paid me. We went. I grabbed the chips. I put them down in front of me. And then the pit boss comes oh, over. Oh, the pit boss. And Uh-oh. says, that was a push, wasn't it? And I said, I, no, I mean, I think I, I, think I won. I wasn't sure. He paid me. Normally, you're not going to pay me. So it's like, no, 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 no. It was a. So then I said, well, all right, great. Well, all right. Let me, so they come back and they put the cards down. Sure enough, it was a push. All right, great. 
She said, well, how much did you have out? I said, I have no idea. I didn't put it out. So she goes like this. She puts her fingers out and says, well, just give me this many chips. And I said, uh, no, that's not how this is going to play. What? She didn't say give me $50 or $75. She put her fingers out and is just basically like, and I know we're not on video, but it was just give me this many chips. And I said, no, go to the camera. Tell me how many chips I had and I will give you what I, you know, what I owe you back. And she said, well, we can't see it on camera. I said, what do you mean you can't see it on camera? I watched the show Vegas. You can zoom in. That's 10 years ago. You can zoom in. I know you know. So the dealer's like, I don't know. I think it was probably 60 bucks. And I said, well, what are you basing that off of? Off of this? And the dealer was actually a very good dealer. You go to Vegas and you go to different casinos. There's good dealers and there's bad dealers. Okay. So I trusted the dealer. And I said, well, what do you think? And he's like, I think if you give 60, you probably came out ahead. So instead of arguing, I said, you really can't just go look at the tape and tell me how much I... Uh, no, we can't. So then I put, I put this down, and I ended up giving the 60 back. And I felt sick about doing it. Because I don't even know. I could have bet 55. I could have bet 80. I don't know. And they wouldn't give me the receipts. So I basically... Just tr- trusted the system and gave the cash back. I thought it was IPT. It was user error by the dealer. The dealer, it should have been. I should have just kept it, and I could have fought him on it, but I wasn't going to be a jerk. What would you have done, Jesse? I know Jason and Gamble. What would you have done? Uh, trusting the system and requesting big tech get involved seemed totally off-brand for you. Trust me. I didn't want any of it. I, <laughs> I would have rather him just said it was a push here. Instead... I got to sit there, and it, I just was dumbfounded. I asked everybody, I said, have you ever seen this where someone just comes and just says, give me a stack like this back? It's like, no, I, 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 I've never heard of that. I agree with you. I don't see why they couldn't go check the tape. That's what the tape exactly. is for. A hundred percent. And they should be able to, like, call up and uh, take care of it pretty quick. That shouldn't be that much of an issue. I ain't going to lie to you. We had a couple other issues, too. There was a game I never played. And I never will play again. I love throwing dice. Like, if I go to Las Vegas, I love getting at a craps table with buddies. You have a couple Tito's, a couple Coors Lights, and you're just, sh- and you hope that you keep that dice hot. Well, there's a machine, and again, I'm not going to say where we were, that you put that there's those big dice in a, like, a basically a boggle thing where you pop it boggle. and the dice bop up. Uh huh. And we are crushing. Like, our, we are crushing it. My buddy wanted to do it. I said it was dumb. It was probably. I don't want to. I don't want. Allegedly, I thought it was. It just didn't look on the up and up to me. Okay. So I don't want to get in any trouble. All the right. dice kind of semi cock, and but it's playing his day of four, which three and a one, which was our number, and we would have won a very nice. And instead, they don't even. And we're shaking the dice. We're hitting the bop button. They don't even let us hit the bop button. It just rolls over and says seven. Crap out. What? And I said, this is insane. What are you doing? And I got into a big argument with them. And and there are some there were people that were sitting there that are avid listeners to the show. They will vouch for me on this. We couldn't believe. So I had a absolutely atrocious, but it was still fun. I don't know if that makes any sense. It was an no. atrocious opportunities, but I still enjoyed myself, which I'm surprised uh, by. Um All right. I understand I'm not the gambler on the panel. Uh, but I am big on customer service. If you, as the casino, make the error, no offense to your 
dealer who you said was very good. But, like, is the difference between, hey, we screwed up, just keep it, it's fine. Like, is that going to break I'm probably the... give it back to him, too. Like, very confidently, I was going to probably give it back to him. Like, is that not, though, like, the, the casino's not going to go out of business over your $60. But they've created an issue because of their own error that if you were a little bit of a uh, jerk store, as you like to say, I would say, forget you, I'm gonna, I'll yeah, take my I'm business more... anywhere. I'll lose my money to some other casino I'm, if uh, you're going to be this way. You're fairly limited when you're in Wisconsin, but that's another story. I, I understand. I don't, the dice one blew my mind because... The protocol is you then reboot and reshake. You don't just flip it over and then wipe out the... Because when you're throwing dice and you got numbers that you're sprinkling, there's a lot of money on the table. You don't want that seven to pop up. And it didn't even let us roll the seven. It just popped up. Yeah. The whole yeah. thing was... Uh, but but I didn't storm I, out and I did you not had storm fun. out. No, I still had a good time. Uh, it's about the people, really. It's not about the money. How much of it was impacted by the fact that you were losing to begin with? Like, if you were up a bunch, make it worse. Happens, like, would you just let it go? Oh, a no, I bit was up freely? a bunch. No, I was off to a great start. I had a great worst thing to do in a in a casino: get off to a great start and then finish real poorly. That's what mm. happened for a bunch of us that were there. Well, I'm sorry that that was such a bad customer service slash think, gambling experience. Do you think that most people would have just said blank off? I'm going to keep the money. Because I wondered, I didn't know what the proper protocol is. I just didn't want to be a jerk. Would you have kept the money? I would have argued, are you really going to create this issue over $60 or whatever it is? You don't. If they knew for certain what you had wagered, I, I feel like they at least have some leg to stand on. But no one did, including you, which is, I'm still processing that a little bit. But I, I, I think... Once you reach that point and you can't say for certain, oh, just give me a stack about yay high. Yeah, that was absurd. That's ridiculous. Uh, you know what else is absurd? Daryl in Deerfield says the casino sounds like the Milwaukee Brewers willing to uh, lose the PR battle over a couple of bucks. I think it's a yeah. pretty good comparison. They should be thankful that you were nice enough not to say anybody's name. Yeah. Uh, I know a name that you will say, though. Oh, you and you know. don't want to gamble with Windows. No, trust me when I tell you that. Ah, uh, that's true. Gina Della. Lessons learned that's from Wilde, and now it's all about Pella Windows and Doors, Wisconsin, and everywhere you look, from groceries to utilities to gas, and yes, big egg, egg prices. Everything is going up, 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 up. Pella can dramatically help lower your energy costs, and they can do it year-round by replacing those drafty, stinky windows and doors in as little as six weeks. Bring the love of Wisconsin's outdoors in through the beauty and quality craftsmanship of Pella Windows and Doors. I'm excited. Got this monster snowstorm. I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried about cold air and dollars flying out my windows because I have Pella Windows and Doors in my house. You should, too. Lock in your prices. By February 28th, you can get 0% interest for up to 48 months. Visit PellaWI.com today. Certain restrictions to apply. Uh, I have an IPT of my own that I wanted to ask you about. But oh, I love IPTs. We'll see if we have time for that. Next, it's Wilde and Tausch. You're listening to Wilde and Tausch on 94.5 ESPN. Presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and sponsored by American Family Insurance.
think I have a Twitter IPT. It's not going to be as good as your blackjack one. I, I just want to set expectations now. Because, oh, by the way, the other part of that Rogers disgusted whatever story, does it really do Jordan Love any favors if Goody is actually telling people and then they're relaying it to reporters that Jordan Love is Rogers 2.0 now and that he is the second coming? Like, does that not put expectations on him that you probably don't want to be placing on him. They've been doing three years of expectation management. Correct. So that's another part. I didn't even really think of that. That's another part that I don't buy. I just don't think, it doesn't make any Agreed. sense. So I think they can say we're... We all are sitting here watching and everybody that pays attention to the Green Bay Packers, and we obviously do to a high level, you can see that Jordan Love went from, boy, I don't know if this guy can play, to, huh, he's making some strides, but eh, I don't know if I really want him as the guy, to, we feel a lot better about where Jordan is. Sure. But there's nobody that is anointing him. And if you don't believe me, if they do indeed trade Aaron Rodgers, what? how does that old saying go, bottoms to dollar, or I'll bet you dollar to bottom. Bet your bottom dollar or it's, dollars to donuts. There it is. Dollars this has to happened do- before on this program. I've heard it all those ways. Dollars to donuts. If you see a box of old donuts, are you eating an old stale donut? Uh, I do like donuts. Uh, one, <laughs> even, no, not okay. You're painting How this stale. Very, Tausch walked in no, this morning. there's a box of donuts. And, oh, these look good. And then this other day, old, I said... We celebrated Matt Hamilton's birthday yesterday in the ESPN Madison studio. Was Matt actually in? No, that's good. It's a rarity. That's, that's, <laughs> I hadn't seen him in a while. It's rich. He takes as many days off as you do. Uh, that's definitely not so true. We, so we had some donuts yesterday, and there were two or three left over, and Tausch walked in this morning, saw a box of donuts, and he started to make his way toward it to grab a little breakfast treat, and then was informed it was a day-old donut, and he politely passed. Yeah, well, uh, I probably would not have passed, but I also had to turn the channel uh, of Good Morning America off this morning because they were redefining how your relationship is with sugar, and I'm not interested in redefining that. All right, so here's what happened. Last night, Tausch sends us a text that we're going to have Dean on later in the week, and I didn't know who he was referring to. Now, it turns out it's Dean Blandino who's scheduled to appear. And we love Dean. But I By the way, maybe... what Dean did with the XFL, I guarantee you the NFL is going to do. That's the main reason. Plus, there's a couple of tweaks. I, I can't uh-huh. wait to talk to Dean. All right. We love him. And that's great. I'm glad you reached out to him, and I'm looking forward to him appearing. But I thought you maybe met Dean Lowry. And so you responded by, you know, oh, great, I'll tell Dean Blandino that we'll reschedule with him, which was funny. I laughed. I audibly laughed. Then I thought, I am going to reach out to Dean Lowry. He's going to be a free agent, one of the good dudes in the locker room. I thought he'd be a good guest. So I go to DM him on Twitter this morning, and I find that I am following someone at Dean Lowry a retired Texas school teacher, and I'm not following Dean Lowry, 94, Green Bay Packers defensive end and impending free agent. Now, here's my IPT question. 
I immediately followed Dean Lowry 94, and I unfollowed this teacher who I've been following for God knows how long. Should I have continued to follow him just out of respect for my error? He doesn't tweet very often, and I like teachers. I They're good people. I don't believe that Dean Lowry, the teacher, gives two rips. So I think well, he may now fun. because I mentioned him in my tweet about my error. So he's probably getting some attention that he doesn't normally get on that platform. But so that's IPT. That oh, I shouldn't that. have. I shouldn't have added. No, him. if he hasn't done a tweet in six years, he probably doesn't really want the attention. Yeah. Would be my uh, Dean Lowry, the teacher, is just grading papers somewhere. He's probably getting getting retired. For, yeah, he's, he's in Knoxville, Tennessee. Great spot. Some reports. Smoky Mountains. Yeah. And now he suddenly got all this stuff to deal with because you tagged him in a tweet. Sorry, Dean. My apologies. Uh, Dean Lowry not yet scheduled to appear, nor is the teacher, Dean Lowry. Although maybe we could get in touch with him now and see what his life is like. He could tell us more about education in America. Uh, I can tell you this. Uh, we need to get to our Power Rankings Tuesday, which I know is something that we all enjoy, even when we're not quite sure what we're ranking sometimes during the NFL offseason. Something we also enjoy is when Tausch tells us about LabCorp and talks about BMI and where we would fit in some possible studies that they're doing. Yeah, the three of us are definitely LabCorp. Eligible. LabCorp has a variety of open trials. Now that will fit your schedule. If you're looking for more money for a down payment on your home or to go gamble a little bit, you want looking to get some more money for vacation, whatever it might be, home rentals. Right now, go to LabCorpClinicalTrials.com. They have studies for healthy adults ages 18 to 60, but you have to have that body mass index between 18 and 32. Your study involves one stay of eight nights plus seven follow-up visits, and you can be compensated up to ten thousand three hundred twenty-eight bucks, and you receive up to three hundred dollars per qualified participant. They also have a tryout where they're looking for healthy, overweight males and females, non-childbearing potential, at eighteen to fifty-five with a BMI between thirty and thirty-nine point nine. Study involves one stay of six nights and two follow-ups, and you can be compensated up to thirty-seven hundred dollars and receive up to five hundred dollars per qualified participant. Again. Go to LabCorpClinicalTrials.com. That's LabCorpClinicalTrials.com. We're going to power rank the three things we each believe the Packers can do to improve from 2022 to 2023. Those will be today's Power Rankings, Tuesday Power Rankings, and they're next. It's Wilde and Tausch. This is Wilde and Tausch on 94.5 ESPN. Sponsored by American Family Insurance. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at amfam.com. Jesse, there is nothing we do, frankly, not even, not even Woe Nelly, because sometimes you kind of mail in Woe Nelly. Uh, sometimes. 
He didn't even write it out half the time, and then it's fair. He just like makes something up. Seems like an unnecessary stray that I'm catching here. <laughs> kind of like, like poor Dean Lowry, retired Texas teacher. But you do love a good power ranking. You love the music. You love the concept. So I'm going to let you explain what we're power ranking today. I do love good power ranking. So over at ESPNWisconsin.com, available with an ESPN Plus subscription, our old pal Bill Barnwell has outlined how all 16 NFC teams can improve this offseason. Would you like to hear what Barnwell says for the Green Bay Packers, or would you like to guess what Barnwell oh, says for the I, Green I, Bay Packers? I, I already read this. I love the links that they put in there where you can click on the team you want to read about so you don't have to read the whole thing. It's actually not even that long this time for the Packers. Mm-hmm. It's impressive. Tausch, yeah, let's hear it. Let's we, hear it. I have mine. Maybe some overlap will happen here. Bill Barnwell says the Green Bay Packers improve this offseason by resolving the quarterback situation. How are they resolving it? <laughs> no blank, blank. I mean, no. In all honesty, that's I actually think the complete opposite. How are you resolving it? If you go with Jordan Love, you really think the quarterback position is going to be better than with Aaron Rodgers? It'll be resolved. Well, yeah, great. Resolving something just to resolve it doesn't mean <laughs> jack. No, I agree. Jesse, what did Bill say? Oh, I'm glad you asked. Before the Super Bowl, Barnwell writes, Reading on the radio. I covered the time frame for when the Packers will need to make their decisions about Jordan Love and Aaron Rodgers, and that's the first thing they need to resolve as they figure out their offseason. Rodgers hasn't committed to playing in 2023 in Green Bay or elsewhere. The team will need to make the call by May on whether to exercise Love's fifth-year option for the 2024 season. It's exercised. Uh, hey, Bill, it's going to get exercised. Boom. Or it could trade him. No, they're not <laughs> trading him. While the Packers could wait until that fifth-year option deadline in May, there's no sense in letting other teams fill their quarterback openings before they make their own decisions. Yeah, this one's dumb. Doesn't make my power ranking. Uh, not making mine. J- I, I don't know. Is it going to make yours? Because I think none of that makes... Uh, no. Jordan Love... You know what that was? Jordan Love is going to get his option picked up. Okay? It's um, only going to be like 20 mil, which sounds crazy, but in the grand scheme of things, if you really believe he's going to be your starting quarterback or someone else believes... Coming. Or someone else believes that he could be their starting quarterback... That is a chip you're not going to just let sit and ask to be replaced when you draw a 17 to a 17. Hmm. Can you give me back those chips, please? All right. So do you want to do your list, or would you like to go last? Well, what else does Barnwell have? I gotta that see was if, it. That's, he has that's only his one. only – oh, he's only doing yeah. one? Was, yeah. you know what and that he's was? completely wrong? That was, was gobbledygook is what that uh, was. That was not great. Yeah, I'll go um, – I'll go ahead, and, and I'm going to go – we'll alternate. Uh, we'll go back okay. and forth. All right. Great. Love it. Thanks for sharing the platform with us. All right. So, Jesse, you basically said what can they do to improve. Is that the gist of what we're doing here? Yes. Three things. We're looking for the top three things the Green Bay Packers can do to improve to become a Super Bowl contender again. All right. My number three thing, since you guys always like to finish with the top one. Yes. Yes. 
I just am nervous you're going to steal my top one, so that's why I... But I'm saying re-sign Keyshawn Nixon and play him immediately from the jump because the special teams, which was atrocious beyond atrocious two years ago, Bisacci has come in and things have solidified, but Keyshawn Nixon has been the difference in attitude and belief that that unit doesn't have to be garbanzo all the time. So re-sign him, put him as your one of your stalwarts, and let that group grow. Because especially if you go with Jordan Love, you're going to need that group can't be an anchor. That group needs to be a buoy. Ooh, I like that. That was really good. You're on your A game today. Did you get a lot of rest last night? Good win this morning at Pickleball. Oh, it had to be something. All right, Jesse, what's your number three? Draft a tight end, preferably in the first or second round. That's a position that you see all the teams that have had success as of late making deep runs in the playoffs, be able to have a really good above-average tight end. If you can identify the best tight end in this draft, find him in the first round, even if you can get him in the second round, depending on what other teams are looking for, I think the tight end situation needs to be figured out via the draft this year. All right, let me fix my number two on my list and alter that slightly. Uh, Number three on my list, move Quay Walker to outside linebacker. At least temporarily, I have a bad feeling that after their history with ACLs and given the stardom that this guy is on the cusp of, that I think they're going to be cautious with Rashawn Gary. And while I liked what J.J. the jet plane was able to do, you saw some times where they used Quay Walker. Get your best 11 on the field. And I'd rather see you play Chris Barnes alongside Devondre Campbell and use Quay on the edge. He's got length. He's got power. He might be pretty good there. And maybe you find that he's better there because he's not your typical sized inside linebacker. So I'm moving Quay Walker to outside linebacker. Tausch, what's number two? Yeah, my number list? two is similar to that. I don't necessarily agree moving Quay. I want him to be versatile and move around. I want him in the middle. I want He has gotten more and more comfortable, and if you want to sprinkle him in and some nickel, that's fine, but the pass rush situation needs to be better. I am a firm believer when you look at what Philly did, Kansas City you know, was able to do a little bit of, You have to, in today's NFL, disrupt people. And the only way to do that is by having long-levered, freaky athletes that can make plays in the backfield. It ain't good enough just to be solid, steady dudes anymore. you got to have wiggle, and you got to get after quarterbacks. This pass rush needs to be better. I don't care how they go about doing it, but they need another guy. That can be that can wreak havoc. Whoever that might be, Green Bay needs to implement it, especially with the Rashawn Gary injury. Jesse, draw up more plays for Aaron Jones. That's my number two. Whether it was because of injury or other circumstances last year, Aaron Jones didn't get the ball enough. So Matt Lafleur's off-season homework: draw up more to get the ball in the hands of your best playmaker in Aaron Jones. All right, some somewhat similar to Jesse's earlier use your first round pick on a wide receiver hasn't happened since 2002 add a stud who if he's playing with Jordan Love fine if he's playing with Aaron Rodgers good luck to him 
But now you got three young wide receivers who will all be under your contractual control for a few years, will be in position to grow, and you will get to reap the benefits of that down the road. Tausch, your number one. My number one is overhaul the safety position. I felt like the tackling was very subpar. And when Darnell Savage moved around a little bit, I liked him a lot more as a slot guy or not being back there and having to kind of let his instincts go. As a safety, I just didn't think he was benched. He got hurt. And I, I, I give him a ton of credit for battling back and getting back on the field. Adrian Amos getting a little older. I think that position, when you start looking around the league, you need playmakers. Again, it's not good enough just to be steady Eddie. You, with the way offenses are able to move the football, you better have some ball hawks. The reason this team struggled with turnovers, and when they did turn it around, they created turnovers, you need more of that. Whether it's Rudy Ford or Harold Ford, Gerald Ford, I don't care who it is. We need somebody back there that is a difference maker, and we'll see. I think that position needs an overhaul, and I hope that's one of the. I hope that is the top priority for what Goody is looking at doing. Jesse, invest in the offensive line is my number one. No matter how the money needs to be allocated, uh, you have the top two paid guys at their position. Yes, and. I want five dependable guys that you know that whether you have a veteran quarterback returning who's aging or a young quarterback who's going to be getting his first year starting in this system the majority of games, I want to make sure he's protected well. So offensive line, identifying where you invest properly in that unit is my number one. And my number one is change defensive coordinators. Uh, the Cleveland Browns just fired their special teams coach today. I legit saw that and thought, huh, it's not too late. Now, I wonder if Stefanski made the same quotes that Matt LaFleur made. Run it back. Run, not run it back, but oh, I don't foresee any changes or if something happened. But it is weird and kind of rare. Unless there's someone that came available with all of the coaches' movement that Stefanski thought. You know who came available, who has now put his hat back in the ring, that was interviewing and was the choice ahead of Joe Barry? Yeah. Maybe. It's not too late. Maybe LaFleur. If LaFleur's got Philly cheesesteak sauce on his sweater vest, that would be a great sign. Wolfing down Philly cheese, trying to poach Jimmy Leonard back to Green Bay before the Philadelphia Eagles can get them. So those are our power rankings. You can share yours via the Wilde and Tausch Twitter feed and on Facebook. Try to make them better than Bill Barnwell's. I like Bill, but I'm not sure that that one was uh, his best take. Speaking of takes, Twitter Trash or Twitter Treasure presented by WM, where we criticize other people's takes or say that their treasure is next. It's Wilde and Tausch. You're listening to Wildey and Tausch on 94.5 ESPN. Missed any of the show? Find us on Wisconsin On Demand wherever you get your podcasts. It's free, it's everywhere, and it's for you. Check 
Jesse, do you feel like I ask you to do too many things? Yes. Do you feel that's just true of everyone because you just don't want to do that much stuff? Hmm. Yes. Okay. I appreciate your honesty. I really do want, because it's time for Twitter Trash or Twitter Treasure presented by WM. I want you to just pull a clip because I don't know if that commercial plays in Milwaukee. I know it plays in Madison. I want the Jeff Passan one. I want to get Jeff Passan on the show, and I want to play that for him and see if he thinks that sounds like him. Hey, I got a question. Is President's Day a day off for uh, us? No, it was yesterday, and you didn't have the day off. We don't get rarely, it, but it's a federal holiday, correct? There was no mail yesterday. I don't Stock know about the market banks. wasn't open. I, didn't I don't go to the think. Bank. I think banks were closed. Uh, so, is that not a company holiday? That is not it a is company not. holiday. Interesting. No. Although my theory going back years is we should move President's Day up to being the day after the Super Bowl and recognize it as a company holiday, a national holiday, and then everybody gets the day off after the Super Bowl. Yeah, I'm I don't think if you work if in we're, sports radio, the way schools are getting canceled at a real easy clip. I'm starting to wonder: Are we going to go to a four-day work week? I feel like that we're heading that way. What do you mean? Would what you, do you prefer mean we? that? Aren't you already on that? <laughs> uh, I've missed less days than you this year, big fella. Would you prefer uh, four yeah. days over five that's, days? That's that no, is completely untrue. True. No, that's completely no. factually. I haven't missed very many days in the new calendar year. You've missed a few more. It's not a big deal. I'm not keeping track. I just wonder. <laughs> so how can you make that well, statement? Because you're, like you're coming track. back at me, and I know that I'm right. Uh, no. I just wonder. It's starting to feel like we're going to go four-day-a-week work week. That's what I'm feeling. Like France. And do you not have an opinion on whether you would rather work No, four I don't days think we should do four-day. I think we should do five. I think uh, I, I am more than happy doing five. I think, I think we need it. Need it or don't need it. Five-day work week. Yes. I think we need to do Twitter trash or Twitter treasure. You only find two things on Twitter. Trash. Yes, I love trash. And treasure. Treasure. Brought to you by WM, the leading provider of comprehensive waste management services in North America. Learn about career opportunities in Wisconsin by visiting careers.wm.com. Are you counting going to the WM Phoenix Open as a work day? Uh, what do you mean am I counting? Yes, it's work. It was work, too. Oh, get You out. weren't on the show. Yeah, I jumped on both days. It, unfortunately, no, you didn't. You jumped on, on, one, on day one day for work. five minutes. No, it was. You guys don't get the big picture, but let's move on. How far be it from us to correct you. All right, let's go. You had 28 Coors Lights on one day. And you say, oh, wait, work Beer day. shake. Oh, uh, man. Might as well a make partner. a spreadsheet. Yeah. That is a partner. You guys just don't get it, but I don't blame you for not getting it. All right, Jesse, what do you got? All got? right, one guy who gets it, Super Bowl champion, Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Twitter trash or Twitter treasure? Jason when? calling him a one-trick pony, completely trash. Obviously, that's been proven. Yeah, what do you got, Jesse? When do we start recruiting players to come win another championship? That's cute. Is, that is cute. Is this arrogant or is this... No, uh, it's awesome. Yeah. Hey, to the victor go the spoils. And he is... You could say, well, what did he... Uh, he provided a role for what the Chiefs needed. And for as much grief as... Brett Veach took for letting Tyreek Hill go. 
They obviously, whether it was quarterback play, coaching, did a much better job of harnessing what they had and not letting it take over their season. I didn't hear a lot of, and now granted, I don't, uh, I didn't watch the local media in Kansas City, but I know a lot of the beat writers here, and especially one that I do my show with, talking about, oh, if they would have brought Devontae, they'd have been a Super Bowl champion. Maybe. Is that how I sound? But Kansas City did a much better job of overcoming that loss, and MVS was a piece of that. So absolutely bring in as much talent as you can. If I'm MVS, go ahead and recruit. Be careful. Don't recruit somebody that's too good that'll take your job, and then you'll end up getting cut. That would be my word of caution to him. I went to the Waste Management Phoenix Open, and they're a great partner, and we really appreciate our partnership. WM. But that's not really yeah, worth no, when yeah. you're drinking beer. Yeah, that was it was fantastic. It was good. Hey, some days at work are better than others. Uh, Marquez Valdez Scantling, one target for zero yards in the Super Bowl. Seven different receivers caught the 21 passes completed by Patrick Mahomes. He was not among them. Boy, you really got a crawl in your still, He was a decoy. You really got, still, you got it against it. Was, still, MBS, was MBS not friendly to you? Is still, that why you don't no, like him? No, I purely did that because you're being a knucklehead. Uh, still treasure. Absolute treasure. Great tweet from MVS. Next. Robert Griffin III, ESPN NFL and college football analyst. This was on Friday. Aaron Jones is staying with the Packers after they decided to keep and pay him. Love it. Now we just need them to, all caps, stop giving all his rushing touchdowns to A.J. Dillon. Twitter trash or Twitter treasure That's from trash. RG3? I, I don't like the fantasy tweets. Uh, what is what does RG3 care if unless he had Aaron Jones as a fantasy back and it hurt his playoff standing? What does he care? I don't I want Aaron Jones to be utilized better than what he was, but if AJ Quadzilla gets down there and he is going to be the better I guess option to score, I want him doing it. I want this mixed match. I want Aaron Jones to be ratioed higher. Because I think he's a more versatile and a better all-around player than AJ. But AJ has, he brings a punch, he's physical, he brings that physicality to the team, and goal line short yardage, bring it on. Yes, I, I think that's a trash tweet. Uh, AJ Dillon thinks so too. He clapped back on it, and then Aaron Jones got involved. It was clearly a fantasy football tweet. I agree with Tausch, trash. Speaking of A.J. Dillon, at A.J. Dillon 7, he had a good week on Twitter. Could have picked several things. Here's the one that I went with. Where are you a better singer, in the shower or in the car? Oh, car for me. I, I need to have the bass. I, I like having the actual song come on, and then I don't know the lyrics to hardly anything, but I'll sing my heart out. Then I'll whistle, as you guys have been telling. I like a good whistling good whistler. song, too. Yep. So is that trash or treasure for me, oh, AJ complete treasure. It makes you think. I want to be entertained and thought-provoked. That did that. So you're a better singer in the car. Do you sing in the shower at all? No. You're no. in there, you got, you got business to take care of, and then you're out. Sure. Uh, I sing in both locations. 
I think the acoustics are better in the shower, but the accompaniment is better in the car. So this is a treasure tweet because I'm not sure how I would answer. I go car because I like to harmonize. So like you, know, you go off the, the regular me- melody and then you go kind of low. You get oh, like the bass line. Aren't and, you just the talented yeah, musician? Like harmonization when you're singing yeah. along with the music in the car. Yeah. Ebony, ivory, living in perfect harmony. That's it for Twitter Trash or Twitter Treasure presented by WM. I look forward to Derek Blakesley, the Badgers outsider. Can't wait for him to join the program a little bit later. The 10 o'clock hour begins in two minutes. It's Wildean's Ouch.